0: Hey there! I'm Heath Parker, aka Titanium Mike, the toughest goddamn vest anyone's ever seen, and the CEO of the Apollo Protection Agency, and I'd like to introduce you to Tom Talks. Having recently finished book one of Starfinders Against the Aeon Throne, we decided to take a break and refocus ourselves. Uh, While preparing for book two, we thought it would be a good opportunity to take stock of where we are as a podcast by reviewing the book, addressing any fan questions or criticisms, and talking to each other, as well as you find people, outside the confines of the game itself. So without further ado, I'm delighted to introduce the rest of the Southern Tomfoolery gang. Zach Evans. Hello, sir. One of the smartest and most curmudgeonly people I know, particularly <laughs> via his star shaman mystic Aron. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing great, man. I appreciate the intro. Yeah, I man. think it's a fair assessment. I think it, I think it's also fair. I mean, I don't like <laughs> like to admit that, but I mean, I think it's fair.
2: Well, you got the smartest <laughs> sure, with curmudgeon, sure, sure, sure. so like it works. You know, you like it. Mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> John Thomas, my roommate, my dear friend and everyone's favorite soft-spoken android, as well as the CFO of the Apollo Protection Agency, Xeno5. What's good?
3: Thank you. Thank you for uh, rocking the CFO uh, position to that. I really do appreciate it. Yeah,
1: man. It's an important position. I mean,
3: like... I'm doing well.
0: Josh Richards, you beautiful man pretending to be a creepy nudist mechanic, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> Felino or Fell for short. How the hell are you today?
4: Man, I'm good. I'm good. It's been a long week, but...
1: We're here and it's good.
0: Cool. Emily, Emily, Emily. Picklefest <laughs> Summerlin. Or should I say, <laughs> <laughs> or should I say, Nariko Zivarajni, Madam of the Pools of Paradise, Captain of the Epoch <laughs> Tracer and Friend to the Rebellion, wearer of fancy dresses, insistent knife enthusiast. How shines this glorious day upon you?
5: All is well. How are you, my friend? <laughs> He's
4: asking Quite Emily, well. not Ziva. But hey,
5: uh, you know what? We're both. I. Right. You know what? <laughs> we're we're gonna be a little bit better. Everybody once good. I get some Lacroix up in my face hole. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! Go. So Lacroix, some Lacroix and gin because it's hashtag like if life.
1: someone. It's like if someone poured you a glass of water and spoke the name of a fruit two rooms away.
5: So I used to say that, and then I got old, and now I really like it, so I don't know what happened.
1: You got
0: old.
5: Oh yeah, I forgot, (laughs) because I'm old. Sorry.
0: Uh, okay, you're not that old, you know. (laughs) Last but certainly not least, the mean, ugly, cruel bastard that so graciously agreed to be the game master for all of Southern Tomfoolery's shenanigans. The one and only Adam Kelly.
2: Hello. Uh,
0: I'm sorry to say I hope, all I this. hope
1: you have like a uh, clap track that you're going to add
0: yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. For that, sure. Well, I, you know? I just made the assumption, yeah. so like, <laughs> if not. Uh, always,
2: always with the uh, comments from the peanut gallery with this guy, <laughs> i tell you. Look, all
0: right, Adam. So I'm sorry to have said all those mean things, but uh, the rest of the guys made me do it. Uh, That's
2: fair. First
0: question of the night is how much have we made you hate us, and why on earth do you continue to provide your services to us? <laughs> That's a good um, question.
2: That is a good question. Uh, you know, the, I mean, hate's a strong word. Uh, frustration, a lot, but <laughs> it's okay because my my goal is to take that frustration out on your characters. Oh my god! And uh, <laughs> well, you know, know, fair is fair. <laughs> right. Uh, it, the real answer is because, I mean, I love telling stories with you guys. That's, that's, the honest to goodness truth is that I have a really good time running stories with you guys, and I'm a bit of a control freak, so <laughs> I guess the GM situation kind of works for me. It's a perfect spot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. So, uh, to start off, the, our first ever Tom Talks um i wanted to talk about book one just in kind of a general sense uh how'd you guys feel about it did it get you good and hooked into against the aeon throne in short did you guys like it
1: i i think that i would say it got me more hooked into starfinder than specifically against the aeon throne as a campaign you know what i mean it's obviously my first starfinder campaign but yeah, I think yeah. well and there's something it was to be a said good, for that a good introduction to the system. I know that everybody else runs like what Dead Suns. Yeah. That's I, a pretty, I, pretty popular one.
2: Yeah. It's, it's the, it's, well, it was their first one, right? So okay, it was the well, one that yeah. launched with yeah. the system. But I, you know, to your point, I just, that's what I liked about against the A.N. throne. One of the main reasons I picked it is because it is a really solid introduction to the system. Like the way that it's set up, even with the Starship Combat front. The way that's set up as you get deeper and deeper into the colony expands your knowledge and uses of your skills and learn. You learn the system in a really kind of organic way. And that's, I really liked that. Well, yeah. What I like
1: is it's manageable on the onset, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it starts off here's a fairly self contained story with Madeline's landing and the Esalante garrison in place and everything. So it's like, it's a manageable challenge for new players. To like wrap their heads around and then
2: overcome, right? Yes, yeah. I, I concur. <laughs> I mean, I, yes. th- I think it. <laughs> yes, <It> absolutely. <adds> <laughs> uh, I was it too is. close to the mic. <laughs> well, I mean, but that's it. Like, it has a very defined antagonist right out the, right out the gate, you know, and like you still explore some of your social skills, but it's not that typical. Oh, there's a mystery. We got to solve the mystery. It's more like. Well, here's a situation. How are we going to solve this situation? But the thrust of the story is put on you right from the get go. You know who your enemy is and you know what you're there to do. You just have to figure out, and like, you kind of have your own way to do that. You know, it's a mini sandbox to start off, which is great for learning the game.
4: Yeah, and you know? great for pacing too. Like, mm-hmm. Other campaigns that I've played, the start almost always feels like it kind of drags on a while, low-level encounters that are just kind of dull and boring. But this, like, having that sandbox and kind of, you know, giving the players agency to choose what they wanted to do or what thing they wanted to tackle in what order was awesome.
6: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I can't help but uh, agree with that. Um, I mean, and it was, like you said, it was like a mini sandbox. It was very small and self-contained and, uh, you know, doable. It wasn't, like, daunting.
1: Yeah. Like, like it's a like the starter campaign. zone in the MMO. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, absolutely.
5: It's yeah. Except I did like that. Our actions really affected how things you know turned out. Like, uh, what was it? Oh my gosh, there was the instance where Aaron. Um, uh, what is your name? Adam. There we go. <laughs> uh, Aaron. <laughs> I, Aaron. Those it's Aaron Rodgers. Individual. spot had a baby, so that's what happened there.
2: How, how drunk are you, Emily? I'm not drunk. I'm just <laughs> a little question.
5: sleepy. <laughs>
2: uh, pickle Fest. <laughs> are you guys yeah. going to Pickle Fest, man? Yeah. What, what's your point, Emily?
5: Basically, that what we did and the order in which we did it affected the story that was being told. Yes. Yeah. Very I'm succinct. Just
2: teasing you, Emily. <laughs> She's tired. Not, uh-huh. I'm fine.
4: <laughs> as she takes a drink.
2: So, uh,
0: is, right. that a- okay. is that everybody? John, what did you think? You just said, yeah, excitedly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
3: No, Which, no, I mean, uh, does
0: indicate a certain mood, you know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as far as the story, uh, man, my... Uh, as. Far Overall, point A to point B, fantastic. La- I'm glad that we actually got to see so many characters that you were able to uh, bring to life here at the table for us in this brand-new uh, uh, tabletop role-playing game, switching over, you know? But uh, Speaking to Adam, our GM, of course. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, as far as the story, uh, I was very immersed. Good job on that, by the way. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I think it's pretty funny how Weldy has become a
1: a, (laughs) sort of a fan favorite, you know. Oh, same.
3: A central figure in the story.
5: (laughs) To jump back. (laughs) Weldy's the real
1: hero of the story. He is the real hero. Yeah.
5: To jump back, I actually really liked the fact that when we started off the campaign, we weren't, we didn't stay in a populated area. We pretty much were kind of immediately sequestered with our main group like our party which I think is really cool for us to really get engaged character wise and not get too overwhelmed with the world around us especially with us running like a new uh, game system so I kind of like that that it sort of was just brought us away from like the big huge world
1: yeah that that's kind of like what I would have liked to articulate when I said it's like the starter zone of MMO. <laughs> like mm-hmm. i think that that's like a way better way of 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 putting oh, it actually but um yeah, yeah. yeah but without all
4: though. the bs uh fetch it's quests at the start
1: uh, yeah uh,
2: there well, was a, there we was, had some, a, we had some there was, fetch quest though only I mean. one fetch quest yeah. yeah but it didn't feel that's
1: like bs though right we had to go yeah. kill six boars and get their
2: tusks <laughs> and bring them back to the chieftain
4: no but you got to kill 20 boars cuz none of them have tusks apparently well,
2: I like that it was a colony in that I was able to really flex my Southern dialects, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, I mean, Southern tomfoolery. Obviously, I wanted to start that way, but like, I felt like it was a good fit for the colony too. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't seem feel too out of place. You know what I mean? Because to me, the Aeon Throne feels very like sci-fi Western, very Firefly. You know, we've we've talked about this before. That it's just. It's got this kind of hybrid feel between a western and science fiction, and so why not why not embrace the southern aspect of it, you know? And like, I mean, I can't tell you how much fun I had playing Abreta, <laughs> yeah, ye- yelling. He's a big old lizard, ain't he? He's a he's a big old lizard, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> Out here on my lawn, you know all that. all that's a like, random outburst. Water. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> it's these, not
4: their
0: water. These fucking Aslanti. <laughs> yeah.
2: We ended up doing like a, a colony-wide cheer of "fuck the Atlanti, yeah, Fuck the Aslanti.
0: yeah, yeah." That was that was triumphant for sure. Um,
6: yeah. So
0: oh, I, I wanted to give a, a shout out to my buddy Gabe for asking, uh, or, or he he is like four or five episodes in. He's a coworker of mine, but. You talking about flexing your Southern dialects reminded me, he walked in uh, to work and I was already there the other day and he was like, titanium Mike," And I was like, oh shit. (laughs) Like, I didn't realize you had started listening (laughs) and all this, but he was like, he walked up and the first thing he said, he was like, jellic. And I was like, yeah, go on. He was like, he cast him as Timothy Oliphant. That is not what Timothy Oliphant sounds like. <laughs> like. He's apparently like a big-ass Timothy Oliphant fan. He's a, yeah. he's a
1: big, like, Justified fan or Maybe something? Maybe so.
0: I'm
2: not sure. I See, the thing with, with Jellic is I was going for much more of the, like, Stephen King northeast redneck. You know, like, oh, you don't <laughs> want to go up there. <laughs> yeah, that's, some things are better off dead. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like mixing that with a little bit of the southern. But I like mean, having, I was about to say you tougher. might have been trying
0: to do that. I don't think you did that.
1: It's not easy. There are a lot of different southern dialects, and when you yeah. speak in one, it's tough to go into another.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah you think it's easy for us to talk all crazy down here, but it's not. It's real difficult. <laughs> like it's <laughs> tougher. There, than there, there, are, there are rules to this. You know what I mean? Are, and
1: and, and one thing that I think that needs to be said just in, as a general statement <laughs> is that as a Southerner, when you hear someone use a bad Southern accent, it's mm. the cringiest oh. thing that you can possibly imagine. I don't know how that is for other people in other parts, you know, other regions I mean, that's, who, that's who
0: get That's like, probably a universal bad. experience. Yeah, I if, if,
5: I like if them
4: you're them, British yeah. and you hear somebody do a crappy British accent, yeah, they're yeah, probably they, like They hey. fucking
0: hate it, yeah.
5: All I'll yeah. say is true blood. And then I'll just leave oh, that God. there. And we're Okay. Just- Look, we got we got to
0: move on. We got to get through some <laughs> yeah. questions. All right? We have questions to answer. Yeah, uh, and we've answered literally one. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's so, keep it moving. So we've mentioned before, and uh, for our listeners, uh, if they hadn't heard it, whatever. We started playing together a few years ago, playing D and D fifth edition. So this has been a pretty new experience for us, switching to the Starfinder system, uh, especially never having used the Pathfinder system before. It, you know. So, uh, that said, how have you guys felt about that switch? Has it has it been tough getting used to the new mechanics? Are there differences you do like, you don't like? So on and so forth. So,
4: oh. I guess I'll start. Uh, it's, honestly, I like it a lot more. There's a little bit more, I mean, I say a little bit, there's a lot more crunch to it, a lot more plus two here, plus two there, negative for this, uh, dealing with, you know, being able to do a full attack, stuff like that, but... What's awesome though is that it feels more granular than the advantage disadvantage system mm-hmm. to where if you are doing something or you're better at it you get a little bit better roll versus always just rolling two dice and taking the higher of the two for advantage and the opposite for disadvantage. You know, yeah. it just it feels more like the choices that you make for your character are more uh, Impact- impactful. impactful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, I agree. I mean, that's the thing is it, it is a little bit more crunch, uh, and that takes a little bit of a learning curve, but uh, once you get through that, it is more
1: rewarding. I think early levels are pretty rough, man. Early levels like...
0: are rough in everything, though. Man.
5: <laughs> yeah. Like real life, even. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the first <laughs> year like of human life. Some of your video games you felt all your checks as a You're baby. helpless, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, hey. I'm uh, just the same thing that pretty much all I've said. I really, um, I like that there's more, it, it's more almost like based in reality. I know that's stupid when I said it out loud. Uh,
4: no, not at all. It's it's more grounded.
5: Yes. Like you, like you said, well, every kind of action has a lot more potential to be dangerous or uh, really awesome because you have to factor in so many of those Plus twos, minus here, what, uh, you know. Flat-footed. Flat-footed, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it flat-footed. Makes, like, if you were <laughs> actually see? in a fight, you kind of have to, like, be aware of all these things. Um Yeah, yeah. But the yeah. other thing that I like about just kind of Paizo stuff in general that I've seen since we've been looking around is the amount of content it's just real cool, and I like yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I mean that's 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 cool. Um, I mean it's it's dope. I'm glad they have a lot of content. Not really pertinent, I would say, <laughs> but to the question at hand, I'm just I'm just fucking oh,
2: angry. question
5: adjacent. It's an answer
0: adjacent.
5: I think
2: it's relevant. Fun, I, I think that that's certainly a part of the draw. Of both systems is that there is so much content to play with. I think that's a fair assessment because, I mean, as a GM, that's what draws me to it is that there's all these different options for us to mess around with and play with. Yes, we're, we're focused on one campaign right now, but I am not worried that when we finish this campaign that we won't have something else to do. You know, like, yeah. and that there's going to be so many more options for you guys as characters when we do that next new thing. It's like a whole new set of
1: well, the of, rate at which they release content as well is is right. so much faster than Wizards. You know, uh, it's you, yeah, they come out with a lot of stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, fairly yeah, regularly. Convert. It's it's not like staggered into one or two releases a year yeah, or whatever yeah. it is that that you we're know, getting from yeah. Wizards now.
5: And also, their maps are full color.
1: <laughs> yes, which which <laughs> sorry, I, 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 I can't stress the importance of enough that their maps are full color. Please, never, <laughs> so, never stop doing this. Th- this is we, we play on a digital tabletop. You know what right, I mean? In the, case that, anybody doesn't it. know that um, about our game, we play on a digital tabletop. Um, and having the full color map is a big deal in terms of like, I don't know. Immersion. Spatial awareness, yeah. yeah, and immersion, absolutely, yeah,
5: word, yeah. word.
2: Um, I will say back to your question at hand, Heath. You know about making the transition from Five E yeah. to Starfinder and the differences there. From a GM perspective, it's a lot more preparation. That you know, there's no getting around that. Like Five E does a great job of giving you everything that you need to run an encounter in the book that is there. With yeah. Paizo, because of the, the amount of content they have and how quickly they, they put stuff out, there's a lot of cross, cross-referencing to other books. You know what I mean? Like, if it's not a monster specific to the AP, they will reference you to the Alien Archive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and you have to look that up and get all that together, which is a big reason why I missed the zombie staggered condition. Because like it's not in the book, so when I'm looking at the encounter in the book and like trying to do this i've I'm not seeing mm-hmm. that so what what st- is the specifics
1: of of the zombies being staggered every round what is so that?
2: staggered basically gives you the condition that you can make a move action or a standard action on a turn, and that's it.
1: So they couldn't There's, be full attacking, is the
2: point? They couldn't be moving and attacking like they were like hyper, like twice as difficult as like, far as their move action. Twenty eight days later, zombies. As as yeah,
1: and and with the damage resistance on top of that,
2: I mean, it was, yeah, it, it was tough. It was and your boy was, Orin. Which was pretty cool time. though,
5: because you know we made it out. But we got
2: through it. Yeah, y'all did succeed. Nobody died, and it was. I mean, it was a very tough combat, and you guys have bragging rights. Like you guys fought off like super zombies, and you did. You did <laughs> yeah, it. Like. Yeah. And, and made it through that encounter. I mean, super and,
5: Nazi zombies. Yes.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean this is Call of Duty <laughs> super, super zombie <laughs> mode. <Nazi Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. But you know, I'm not trying not to derail you too much, Heath. But to, to that, oh, we're we're well po- past that, Jimmy. I, I, I don't <laughs> know
1: what you thought was going to happen with <laughs> this format.
2: To, to that point, though, like that mistake led to a very important character moment for fell,
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, really and like- Great story beat, by the way. That's, mm-hmm.
2: to me, what Thank is you. one of the beautiful things about this type of game and like kind of the art of it. And we've talked about improvisation before. Like jazz artists, you don't make mistakes. You just make happy accidents. Happy accidents, know? baby. Barbara. You fuck you up once, it.
1: it's a mistake. You fuck up twice, it's jazz. My man, Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> right. Never heard so that. The,
2: so in that spirit, every zombie you guys ever fight is going to be hyper zombies. All right.
0: Okay. Cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, no, no. well <laughs> so, speaking of mistakes, um, oh. kind of in that same vein, um, well, how do you guys think you're doing like individually as far as learning the new rules and systems?
3: I mean, is it? Oh, man. I'm constantly just looking up the uh, core rule book, you know, but at the same time, it's because of my own entertainment as opposed to I th- I don't think it's a drug. Well, reading it for
0: fun is not necessarily the same as like having to go to it, you know what I'm saying? No, like, no, no, but you learn session.
3: on the way. It's yeah. educational, but it is fun. Honestly, oh, I yeah. I love their system.
0: Oh I feel you. I read the Pact World's like all the time.
3: There is
1: yeah. there is a lot that I still absolutely do not know. Um Same. But I felt the same way about 5 e for like the first year that I played it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I felt like I, I felt like I was just period just coasting along in terms of my like understanding of the rules for a, <laughs> a solid year well, and this will be no different so I
0: mean hey that's what the, the power of editing is for right that's like necessarily a part of it you know like I mean the yeah. yeah. new system is going to be learn on the fly there's there's no better teacher than
2: experience you know mm-hmm. so well, it's, uh, it's over 400 pages of rules you know yeah. like
1: and that's what? just a core rule book but yeah Like thank you paizo but also like really
4: <laughs> <Fucking> really <laughs>
3: But, I mean, on that note, I've – But there's more pages. means there's more customizability, you know? So, you, you've you got more options. Yeah. yeah just it just has more depth.
4: I always have a PDF copy of the rulebook pulled up. You know, I've got a book copy as well that I keep off to the side for, like, reference for some things. Yeah. Um, yep. But I've got a PDF copy pulled up and, you know – Mid combat, I can't tell you how many times I've done a you know control F looking for the condition, looking for whatever rules, like say for grenades, which I know I got wrong so many times.
5: Yeah, and you kept getting even it when you got them
0: right, you got them wrong. You're the boom boy, yeah.
4: <laughs> you're not wrong.
0: Even it's when you burn. got them right, you hit Mike. <laughs> like yep. You blew up Mike. <laughs> well
4: <laughs> Well maybe I, I should have just kept doing it wrong. He then.
5: wasn't doing that on purpose. Okay. Yeah. No. Exactly. Well, yeah. If
0: that's the case, that's not an enemy you want to make, my dude. <laughs> if that's the case, <laughs> not
5: cool, my guy. Yeah, not at all.
0: Um, <laughs> no. But no,
4: like I'm I'm constantly looking stuff up. Yeah. And Absolutely. I'm okay with it. You know, because the more we play, the more we learn. The you know, it's it's like I said, that granularity is amazing to me.
0: All right. Well, Look to to answer my own question. Given all the context that we you just set up, like I'd say, I think overall as a group we're doing pretty well. Uh, we, I, think so too. I mean, I know there's going to be you know internet people that are going to be like, no, you're not. <laughs> like you are
5: <laughs> screwing up rules Guaranteed. left and right. Spoiler yeah. alert. No, nope. but
0: but I mean, considering it's a new system. Uh, we all have, you know, hectic, busy lives and all that. Like, I think we we do well most of the time. We make a, a mistake, but we look it up. Like, that's that's the best well, you can hope from us. You know? Self correcting.
2: We're, we're definitely trying. You know, that's the thing. It's like we're we're trying to play it by the rules as best as we can. And and we yeah, when we make a mistake, we try not to make the mistake again. And that's the only way you're going to learn a system like this. But we're also like. We are trying to have fun yeah. <laughs> playing yeah. this game too. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, and absolutely. like, I and want it. Not, I, no, I want it to be by the book. For, as the GM, I definitely do because I, you know, I if somebody dies, I want the I want it to be because that's what's within the rules. I don't, you know what I mean? Like fluke. that's yeah, right. So like, I try to. I want to play it as close to that as possible, uh, but. At the same time, rule of Cool is an awesome thing, you know, and mm-hmm. everybody will give you a different idea of how judicious you should be with that, you know, I'm probably on the stingier side, but it's a thing that needs to be in every game, mm-hmm. period. Like, every game needs to have some element of of Cool, because you are playing a game with your friends and you're trying to tell a story, so like...
1: And you're trying to tell a badass, epic, awesome yeah. story, yeah. you know, right. well, guess, with
3: weight. It-
2: it has to have some sort of weight yeah that's
1: where the rules come in exactly we're not over here trying to do i don't know fucking (laughs) like i was trying to think of some jane Eyre or something like yeah like (laughs) like, this isn't pride and prejudice over here this is fucking
0: star wars
2: prejudice in space (laughs) yeah
5: um sign me up pretty sure there's a fanfic out there somewhere i call darcy uh, <laughs> yeah I, just
2: wait just wait till you get to the Aslanti homeland that's what it actually turns into oh,
0: oh, just, right. okay stuffy, you guys are fucking problems. ridiculous
2: gone with the wind in space all right,
0: shut up and let's answer some more questions <laughs> <laughs> um I, uh, I did want to ask like how do you you know it's kind of pivoting a little bit how do you guys feel about like the relationships between your characters so far interesting eh. Like have, have any of you like <laughs> unexpectedly bonded with a party member? Like you know, uh, like had more of a connection to somebody than you thought you initially would, or do you have any like moments that stand out? And particularly about like you know the relationships, like the the inter- interpersonal stuff.
5: I mean, I I'd, I'd say for for me, anyways, uh, Ziva and Mike, the fact that they kind of like
0: they clicked had a, a little bit,
5: yeah, an interesting click, pretty much right off the bat, you know, which which I was a little concerned about as you were originally um, explaining kind of your character. Uh, I was like, oh, he's kind of a large personality. Ziva's sort of a large personality. Yeah. We're going to butt heads.
0: Yeah, common Um, wisdom would would lead you to think that for sure. But no, I mean, I think it works with Mike and Ziva's relationship because Mike isn't like seeking to be the leader. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, he already, in his mind, he's already the leader of some other shit. You know, Mm -hmm. he runs the APA.
2: Mike is the brine to Ziva's pickle. Oh, sweet Jesus,
5: God in heaven.
0: (laughs) Yes. I don't don't know how I feel about that. Just think
2: think about it. I don't don't,
0: don't know that I want to. I did think about it, which is why I don't like it. (laughs) I think it works.
3: Everything just got got terrible. Um, um, you're gonna make everybody think we're gonna like start doing pickle merchandising. And- <laughs> oh, well, yeah, the first shirt's well, gonna have a well, pickle now on. we fucking are <laughs> awesome
5: absolutely gonna secure each and every one of you a pickle uh, fest shirt. Yeah. You're welcome, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah! But, um, nice. Uh, anybody
0: else? I mean, like, I, but I do feel you, like, the Mike yeah. and Ziva thing has been uh, delightful, especially those sweet dance moves, dude. Like, yes. Sweet that, ass dance. That's moves. amazing. Like doing, actually taking the time to like
5: roll for dancing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Lady Laser and the Lizard. That's what I think our like dance team should be. <laughs> Lady
6: Laser and the Lizard.
0: <laughs> yeah. okay. Lady so, Laser you and get, the laser You get lizard? to be Lady Laser, but I just get to be my race. Yeah. Alliteration. <laughs> that's I mean,
5: not cool. <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to be the headliner, darling. I'm
3: not defined by my race. <laughs> yeah.
0: God. Um,. Uh, but yeah, anybody else? No.
3: Well, I, I'm excited for what's to come. You
0: yeah.
5: Know, so. Uh, yeah, I, I think like...
1: I think given the circumstances, it's been kind of tough to get that as much as we would like. I think. Yeah, I mean, character, we've been all, on all character on character moments. For a and, while. And I mean, for what it's worth, um, my character is not necessarily the most approachable or friendly, and so it's, I haven't really been made it made it easy for any of the other party members to.
5: Oh, surprise, surprise. Zach,
0: like, Zach, <laughs> Zach played somebody who's too cool to be enthusiastic. So no. Peek, <laughs> be,
5: peek behind the curtain, though. So Ziva's really interested in that. Like, she wants to peel back layers. Well, he's a mystery wrapped also, in his enigma. You know? It's yeah. just
1: more onions okay. is all it is. It's just, <laughs> more
2: onions. it's just more onions. You can't tell You can't tell Ziva that. Yeah. Know? It's onions <laughs> yeah. all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> all the way down <laughs> I don't think that's true I think there's I think there's something Something there at the core of orange Yeah mm-hmm. it's an onion it's an,
1: I mean there might be a nougatty <laughs> center You know what I mean nougaty. Actually
2: maybe Maybe all the way
4: down Deep deep down Maybe it's a pickled onion
5: Oh god
1: go. Oh shit Yeah Ooh, That sounds disgusting No a pickled oh, they're onion They're actually great. really good
5: The little pearl really? onions I like yeah. Yum
1: I just don't like vinegar so there are you.
0: But you seem like you would. Super I know, right? I know, I know right? But, 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 I'll but be you
2: honest. sweat vinegar. But you seem like
5: you would. So super quick factoid, and then we can go on. You can use uh, lemonade, or lemon juice, rather, in the place of vinegar to make pickles. There you go. Su- super oh
1: quick fact. The term factoid is used incorrectly almost all the time. It actually Will. means something that sounds true, but is but not. But is not, yeah, correct.
5: Mm-hmm. Well, now I feel like garbage juice. Thank you. Well, <laughs> sorry,
1: M. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, in. I
5: apologize. Oh. I'm, I'm trying to
4: think of a specific moment with Fell and somebody else. But like at this point, he's basically the the kind of oddball that gets naked.
2: Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what happens when you're the oddball that gets yeah, naked. That's your problem with <laughs> making friends. You know? I mean, you're not wrong.
4: You're not wrong. Uh, but no, there's like just personal character development, not necessarily between two characters, but, you know, his breakdown yeah. on the ship, like that was, you know, that, that was, that was a bit much, you know, like not in a bad way. It was a, a very poignant moment for me as that character, but, uh, you know, between two different characters, I mean, I, I don't know, like, I really love the Mike and Ziva thing, but. Between Fel and somebody else, uh, been minor connection with Zeno and a little bit with Mike with engineering stuff, but
1: Fel and Oren have a working relationship, but I think that being around each other for so long prior to this, they're not necessarily, um,
0: bonding
4: friends yeah but they're they're very familiar with each other in their ways so
0: if you're familiar with somebody you don't have to continue like bonding as often if you're telling yeah in in a story yeah like y'all just know each other they're like roommates yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's good it's the same with mike and Zeno. you know i mean like they've been friends for a long time but me and uh john don't have to like spend a lot of time establishing that you know Mm -hmm. right
2: I have a question about that. It's 10 years. Can I I ask a question of you guys about that? So this is, for this one, this is the, um, I think the first time in any of our games where we had characters who knew each other before it started. Right? This is the first time like we've explored that space in the backstory where people came into the game with a pre-established relationship with... Yeah. another character in the game. What, how, what, what do you guys think about that? Like, what was that experience like?
3: Now, as far as that, I think that, that there has to be a, there has to be a level of where, yes, you two are, are, know each other before the campaign starts and everything. But as far as discussing it amongst each other, like IRL, uh, you could say that you got to just make sure that there is not, a distinction. Just keep that that there are two separate players, mm-hmm. you know. So yes, while while you're know each other and whatnot, and you can riff off each other and whatnot, always make sure that there is a distinction between you and that other person. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's and the, like I like everything this person likes. You yeah.
4: To where you've got a you have a, a Mike, and then you have a Zeno, versus Mike and Zeno.
2: Yeah. Right. 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 That's what I, was, I guess that's what I'm asking you guys. Did you? Have you liked that, or did you prefer having your own? No, I, I, I personally I like it. I like it as
1: opposed to the like standard canned RPG sort of thing. You all meet in a tavern and introduce yourselves, and it's awkward. And but all of a sudden we ju- we just met each other. But hey, fuck it, let's go on an adventure together. And, and, and let's <laughs> trust each other with
4: it, each it, other's it, lives. It, it can and be, then be sh- distrustful it can very easily else later.
1: right, right. It can be very easily shoehorned, I yeah. think, and feel awkward. You just whereas, feel way
3: too trusting of these individuals. It's just Well, like, you have yeah, to suspend
1: this belief, that. I think, in order to push the
3: narrative forward at the beginning, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah, whereas you got- Rather it be an event that forces people together.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and two, or, let's see, four out of the five characters all know each other. And then, you know, we, in passing, pretty much all know of Ziva. So, you know, we're already kind of, you know, acquainted And then we have a, you know, like, uh, Orin and Fel, the first episode with, you know, Fel being elbow grease or elbow deep in grease and shouting at Orin to open the door or to go, you know, go get the door. Like that just sets up so much better than, it's so much better of a setup than doing, uh. Hi like my he name's said the, Bob. Right. I wear the wield right. a
2: sword yeah. and I have the shield yeah. and I just want money. <laughs> and you look like you cast spells. So I want you to come with me. And yeah. we're gonna go to the caves and kill some goblins. Yep. You know what I mean? Like per- I, I, was, well, I look, tried so hard to avoid that and you guys did such a great job with it. Like I, I think that's the cool
0: thing about it. And like that question is asked a lot, you know, in the history of like uh you know, these kind of tabletop games it's like is it cool to to have knowledge beforehand of each other or whatever i think it's narratively just like the best option a lot of the time because like josh was saying it it prevents um you know that canned ridiculous intro but it does so by like you guys just establish a little bit of backstory and how you would know each other and it just it it creates improv itself you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you don't you don't have to like you don't feel as forced to do the improv it just comes from within you if you already have a little bit of like an anchor something to, to hold on yeah to, and you know
4: and as players it's not like we have each other's complete entire backstory that we've written no, for no each of these not these all oh they which is, which is fantastic they,
2: they want me to break and give everybody their story but i, I have not yeah <laughs> you were the one main one asking what? Well, Wait, right, well so, h- how many episodes
5: I, were we in saying, "What the fuck is Orin? Like we didn't even know. So.
1: <laughs> and you still don't. No. But it's okay. Just it's we'll him. get there, hopefully. <laughs> just under a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, think, yeah. no, what, what I wanted to say is I think that having this um kind of larger than life character of Sedona having a connection to all of the characters before we start the story, has been really good as a way to bring us together as opposed to something like, okay, y'all want to go make some money real quick killing some kobolds or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. this is something that, you know, each of these characters have their own relationship with Sedona in such a way that they're willing to jump on a ship with some strangers to go save her. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I don't I know if g- that's...
2: Yeah, I gotta give that credit to Ron Lundine. Okay. He's the he, he's the one who wrote the first book of this, and that so it, that is, is the, that that is the thing. So Sedona, it, it suggests yeah. at the beginning that everybody have a connection to Sedona, and like it gives you connections based on your theme choice. Mm-hmm. Like I could have just said, "Here's how you know them," based right. on whatever theme you you are. But I th- I like the idea very much. But what what we did, and I think I think it's in spirit of what he was trying to suggest is like find a way to connect to Sedona because sedona is at the core of this adventure path you right know what I mean and, like so the more you embrace that here's your adventure hook and that's a thing that I think everybody that like starts a new campaign like get into the campaign realize you're making a character that's gonna have to be relevant in this campaign the whole yeah. time you know and connect to the story don't create a character that doesn't want to have anything to do with the world, and is a, is an edge lord, and is like I don't trust anybody. That doesn't do anything good for the story. Like, and and Zach, I got to commend you for being able to make somebody who's like kind of antisocial while still being engaged in the party. Like, there's never a point there where your character's antisocialness is is at a detriment to yeah. the game. Like, you know, it always feels it, like it's a part character of the thing rather than just. You being difficult or whatever, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah,
1: well, I mean, I'm very much engaged with the game
2: as a player. Yeah, yeah. but that's that's oh, no, no, not no. an easy. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, it's tough. It's easy story. to
5: get emo on that. I think. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think and
2: I mean, I, I probably will skirt that
1: line many more times well, think, before it's all <laughs> said and done.
2: I think you're doing a great job. I I appreciate uh, it. Agreed. I appreciate it. Yeah. The mean, most edgelord character I've ever tr- made, and I've tried to do the edgelord lord thing, and it was it's hard. It's it's really really <laughs> it was rough for you. It's yeah. very easy to It was really it rough for you, rough for you, for yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: Um, so, I mean, like, you know. I we'll, know, I had
1: to DM you. It was difficult.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's true. That um, is true, yeah. So, so, this kind of conversation we were just having it was, is a pretty good segue to uh, the listener questions. I, I've got several questions from uh, people on the Discord and, you know, uh, other various outlets. Not many of them. Uh, but the first listener we had is uh, Jason. Uh so Yay. from, from what what's do you up, do, Jason? shout so. <laughs> out to Jason. Jason. Dude, yeah,
2: like let's stop right here and say what the fuck is up, Jason? What the fuck is yeah. up? <laughs> My Talk boy. Yeah. Dude. That dude that dude is doing Talk work in like he's... all the podcasts. He's he about. Is doing yeah. the Lord's yeah. work. A, a
0: valuable yeah.
1: asset to the community. Definitely. Yeah, thank, yeah.
2: thank you so much, Jason. That's why we're starting with your question. Yes.
0: Yeah. So so I had we had an email from Jason at what do you do. Uh, who has been an invaluable friend and promoter of the podcast, Uh, and he had a few questions, actually. Uh, The first one, which it kind of ties into what we were just talking about, was how involved was each player in the creation of the other characters? With five players, seems like it would be easy to overlap on skills, specializations, stuff like that, if you don't discuss it first.
1: So I think that uh, we have to give Adam props on this one, because Mm -hmm. it wasn't that... We talked to each other so much about what we were making, as as it was, we each individually talked to Adam about what we were making. Adam sort of handled the logistics of all of that, of like, okay, well, so-and-so is going to play this, so you may want to play this or that instead of this, or something like that. We almost had two mechanics, I think, at one point. Uh, We almost
2: had two mechanics and two androids. Yeah. Uh,
0: My first character idea was a mechanic.
4: Yeah, mine was an android mechanic. So
0: I I think mine that was, Mike mine is was an, a, so much of a better character you, for you, though. I've mentioned this yeah, before. Mike is awesome. I've mentioned this before. Mine was an android who looked like a Yasoki and was a mechanic.
5: So fucking extra.
0: You're trying to double dip. <laughs> you know <laughs> well, what no, I mean? But, it, it, no, but I thought I, I'm going to defend myself on that one because <laughs> in the book it does say androids don't have to look like humans. Like whatever race made the or whatever planet the android was made on might look like the race that inhabits that planet.
1: That's what yeah. I haven't. not Mike. Not and Mike. since androids do are inhabited by souls it could be a, a Yosoki soul or yeah, a Sheeran yeah, soul or whatever yeah, Maybe right? Mike yeah. is an android.
2: Um <laughs> Mike is the better the choice. Real Mike Titanium is fucking Mike, awesome. Right? <laughs> no. Look, you don't have to My, tell Mike me Mike is one of Heath's best characters. I'm just going to go ahead and put that on I will definitely on record. Yeah. Uh, Titanium Mike is easily one of Heath's best characters. Awesome. And you've had good characters Heath. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Heath is our character guy. He's our guy. He's our character guy. So just,
5: the, I'm just curious, Heath. How many pages does Mike's backstory consist of?
0: Uh, I think four. Extra. I
5: think it's
0: it's either three or four pages.
5: Yeah. Uh, extra yours is like <laughs> two and a half to three. That was incompetent.
1: I think mine's pretty. Mine's the longest backstory that I think that I've written out intentionally. Yours
2: is the o- only backstory that I've ever seen. That, that, like, that, you that you I've written. Me out. That's like written. You know, yeah. That's written. That's yeah. The yeah. first one that you sent to me that was like for real, like laid out. Um
0: so so to be fair in, in answering this question, I do to have be fair. to i d well, I'm not even doing it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to, to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Uh, Yay. To be fair. Uh, no, but to be fair. Uh, don't do it. Be don't do it. <laughs> uh, me and John live together. So, like, I'm going to be a yeah. 100% honest. I talk to John all the fucking time well, about, about games, shocker. about all these Definitely. games. Like, I, we get behind the scenes with each other's characters and stuff. Like, I don't give a fuck. John's my roommate, one of my good, good friends. And we talk shop,
2: son. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and to that point, I mean, y'all have the most developed... Pre-game connection to the point to where like one of our practice sessions we did in Canon in the story, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I don't want to talk too much about it. I think that's coming up yeah, we'll, soon. we'll get there. Um, but like, you know, as far as the answer to the question, I think you two really did have a lot to do with each other's creation.
3: Yeah. Well, oh, well, definitely co-written. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's why, you know, I, I think John brought up earlier the, the like need to have a distinction uh, is because our characters are bonded so closely that it is something you have to worry about. That, that like, okay, are we just a unit? Are we a buddy comedy? You know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, that kind of thing. But I, I love like the distinction and the, and the fact that they're kind of such polar opposites in mm-hmm. many ways.
4: Yeah. But then you take, uh, say, Zax and my character, you know, Aaron and Fell. Uh-huh. And the only real thing that we discussed beforehand was that we both worked for Sedona, that we worked in close proximity, but. As characters, they weren't close. Um, real world, uh, oftentimes, pilots and mechanics are not necessarily on the best of terms because you know pilots break stuff, mechanics have to fix <laughs> right. it. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: A- yeah. In- inherent um, antagonism. Thing, and you know? and it's yeah.
4: like if 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 you've ever been the person that fixed somebody else's computer, six months down the line, something goes wrong with it, it's your fault. Yep. You yeah. Know. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so. That type of you know we we didn't have that much of a thing between the two of us as uh, as players discussing crew. with our characters yeah we're crew. Were crew. yeah crew. you're yeah. on the same so
2: crew. you were work you were, we're work buddies. Work we're we're work it's almost workplace extension com- of that crew.
3: Yeah, you know, no.
4: workplace acquaintances. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's the the major distinction is you guys were more acquaintances, but like Mike and Zeno are best friends. You know, like yeah. they legit and co-workers. And well, they're Boys. the CFO and the CEO and, of the company. Yeah, they started and a company together. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
2: yeah. They started a company.
5: Can you tell me right now, and this it will be canon. Do you have some form of best friend friendship uh, jewelry that no, you b- share? No, bur-
0: uh, hear me out. You're gonna love this because we have discussed that we have matching tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. 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 We do. <laughs> Yay. My, mine's actually wow. like on my neck, just just at the bottom of my neck. What is? Let's reveal the tattoos it's, right it's, here. You know, on. It's on the small of his oh, back. Man,
3: I'm still trying to figure. It's out. It's a butterfly. It's,
2: it's the APA symbol.
3: Hey,
2: oh, I know what. It is. Well, they, no, you have to decide right now, Zeno. Where is your? tattoo? I am
3: in the tattoo chair, right, small now. of your back, and i Yeah, you know, it's directly uh, it's underneath stamp. your. I
0: think, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think wrist. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like wrist or like forearm under your like. Yeah, computer, yeah, yeah. yeah you know? It's
3: gonna be on the top of the forearm forearm yeah yeah
2: yeah right there like he got the you tattoo it but here. he
0: covers it up mm-hmm. with his like, co- yeah, tech gear.
2: <laughs> don't say that even in our <laughs> off episodes that we don't establish stories yeah. yeah you heard it here first boom Yeah, have yeah, matching tattoos yeah <laughs> he zeno uh, has it on the small of his back you heard him small, small of, of his no, back way it's right on, it on the, the tramp back. can't take yeah. it back, back you can't take it back forearm Right,
3: yeah. not the small of the back this is not a tramp stamp <laughs> oh oh, uh,
2: on the wrist but y'all have matching tattoos yeah absolutely and i think that's i think it's cool like i think it's i i am a fan that there should be secrets on the table and at the same time there should be healthy discussion outside the game about the game you know like yeah. to 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 make it something that everybody has a a role in has a part in has like a a thing to fill you know, yeah, I think that mm-hmm. goes back to the question is I did make sure that nobody played the same class yeah. you know nobody played the same race mm-hmm. you know I didn't i for a long time didn't tell anybody what the other person was doing you yeah
1: we, you really were pretty low key about that man mm-hmm. you're like oh yeah, uh you'll find out mm-hmm. you know, sort of yeah. mm-hmm. but
2: then as we developed we got we we got uh, Heath and John together, and it's just started coalescing from there. Yeah.
0: Um, so next question. So I will
2: say yeah. it's
3: not the only tattoo that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, carry he, us on. Um, he <laughs> also has a tramp stamp. <laughs> well, it's the second question. Oh my zone, God, though. guys, chill out. No, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> no it's the. Uh, there's two questions in the first question, and we haven't talked in any, uh, any length about like if there's any overlap on skills or specializations. So as far as that, I will, I will agree with that. Uh, as far as, uh, there, as far as overlap, there is your, uh, two people that have, uh, Decent or high enough in engineering and computers, you know, um, as far as, uh, th- thankfully, there's a distinction and difference uh, in spell lists between uh, Auron and uh, Xeno 5, but as far as that, as far as the overlap, just remember that it's only mechanically, I mean, there's more to your character than just mm-hmm. dice rolls. Well, I, th- I think also that our I mean, um... work on the character, you know, mm-hmm. and as far as that, I mean, other than that, it, you can, you can get over it. Fairly simply, you know, just put yeah. in the
1: work. Well, I think that the flavor of all of our characters are like we we have. I think three days casters, mm-hmm. uh, yes. right? Yeah. but but the flavor I think is different enough to differentiate absolutely between the three of them. I don't think that we all manifest our spell casting in the same manner.
2: I, I that's dude. As far as y'all's flavor and character, there's a very significant distinction. I think but if you're if you do talk on a mechanical level, and to John's point, it is only mechanical, but that is something about the system that currently you know there is some overlap between classes where it's like technomancer is supposed to have this technological like understanding, but we have a mechanic over here who's kicking his ass at. On all the all the um, engineering and computers. engineering and computers roles, you know, mm-hmm. and
3: so what do you do in that? You work on the character. You can, I mean, he's a scientist,
2: you right? Know? So he, that's he what John physical doing, like and that. life sciences, you know. So to answer Jason's question, yes, that comes up, and what we do is try to. Address it and shape it into a story solution that then usually results in a mechanical solution. So we're like, oh, well, Xena is a scientist; he should stop trying to compete with Fell on the engineering and computers because Fell's got that. Like, right, he's going to start dumping into the sciences and the knowledges. So now you have this android who's kind of like an information bank, right, for you guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and that being that being good.
4: that being said, though, it's amazing. Even though it hasn't, you know, it didn't work out once or twice, I think. But it's amazing having someone that can consistently pass an assist check for when, you know, there are things that, you know, trying to hack a certain computer or something Without that fell account, is like sci-fi. Right. Do you know? So having somebody that can assist. So a little bit of overlap, it's not a bad thing. And as you level up, you get so many class skills that there's going to eventually be overlap, you know, yep. regardless.
5: Yep. Oh, there's.
0: Yeah.
2: Alright. Yeah. Live so
0: all right, these next these <laughs> next few questions, uh, I want you to not do what you've done all the whole time and have a thirty minute conversation about it. I like not quite no promises. Not quite rapid fire. Yeah. yeah li- right. fucking no, listen. Longer, <laughs> fucking listen to me. Like I I wanna kinda rapid fire these next few questions, uh because I think they, they work for you. Um and we're still on Jason's questions. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, did you did you guys write your backstory vignettes? Like, I'm assuming he's talking about like the flashbacks, yes. stuff. Um, co-write them, or was it all the GM running with an idea that you gave him? So, I don't. That, that may be a question that is varied among. Yeah. Among yeah. Us, so, with yeah. mine, know? I'm going to go last on this
1: one. I wrote everything in Oren's backstory up to the point of the flashback that we've had. And and Adam and I talked that out, and then Adam wrote Oren's first flashback. Okay, Josh,
4: I'm gonna go last. Somebody else, Emily, go. Yeah,
5: Josh should go last. Um, I pretty much wrote all of the points, so I guess you could say that we kind of co-wrote them. I guess uh, Adam put a really cool spin on uh, Ziva's flashback that I didn't have. I didn't have that built in, so uh, I guess yeah, co-wrote.
0: Uh, John, well, what about your flashback? Did did you write it? Did you co-write it with Adam's help? Uh, how'd that go now?
3: Oh yeah. Uh, well, actually, yes. It was a, a little bit co-written. Uh, I did have some ideas with it, uh, but it was more of a riffing session to till something that I. It was something that I actually really enjoyed uh, discussing and actually working even further uh, into where where it can go from here. I
2: I will say. From my perspective, working on Zeno's first flashback was probably the most difficult because it's the most heady of a concept, you know, and like John and I spent what maybe two afternoons yeah. back and forth texting like coming up with a million different ideas of what it was gonna be, mm-hmm. and we didn't have it we didn't have it solidified until the day of recording, yeah, you know, like, yeah we it, t- it it that one was definitely co manifested you know well, in like it t- it it took a lot of work for us to get to where we got
3: yeah i mean well the thing is is that you also got to take into consideration that uh there are some stories that you just cannot tell with a uh, android you know as far as like being somebody uh who didn't have parents you know their procreation is different their bodies are different there's a lot there's some things that just can't be done
2: yeah we couldn't do a big aslanti terrible situation story with 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 Zeno because first of all we'd already done that anyways like that one was very interesting because it took yeah, took so
0: that sounds like you. It was it was a chore, like not not in the negative way, no, but like like no. it took a long time to like flesh that out, it and was, like
2: it was a project. So you had to keep sure. going yeah. back
0: to the drawing board, kind of thing.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Um. But you know, it's also the fact that uh, being like uh working with Adam on it actually allowed me to uh, embrace the character more. You know, as far as it's working on his backstory, I think. It, Fantastic, Mike. Well, the thing is that he is this scientist that is also an accountant. You know, sure. it's kind of it's interesting. What, but what yeah, about you, Heath?
0: What uh? What about Mike? Uh, yeah. I uh, Mike's flashback. I wrote my three or four page backstory, and Adam did everything else. He he. Uh, that's why I was so like shocked when I got the the flashback. Is because I mean I knew like the basics of what happened, but he like shot my mom in front of me, you know? <laughs>
2: like, yeah, that wasn't disgusting in the emails. <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. Yeah.
0: So, Josh. Um, Josh yeah. yeah so,
4: up? so mine uh, was a bit different from everybody else's as I'm sure you all noticed uh, when you listened to it in that it was the, the framework was already there. It was something set up that I wanted to have happen with fell being laid off from the company but instead of it being a scripted, written out thing, whether I did it, or whether one of the players did it or Adam did it or a, a collaboration, it was improvised, you know, and I voiced my character in that. And it was basically playing out a scene as opposed to, you know, having it a set pre written thing. But in doing that, I felt that it was, I mean, not to put down anybody else's because they're all amazing but i felt that at least for me it was a little bit more impactful as a player because i was doing
0: it as it was Mm -hmm. happening
4: you know um and and feeling what fell was feeling oh you mean you mean like
0: acting out yeah being a character uh in yeah playing the character in in your own flashback yeah yeah right yeah no and that was a very nice touch you know I, i thought that was cool i think adam's mentioned wanting to do that with everybody moving forward if he can if we yeah. if
2: we have- i i i think there's places for both types of flashbacks but like i think at the point where we were at with fell and and fell kind of having he, he he doesn't have any kind of like Atlantic connection to it and fell's story is going to be a late bloomer mm-hmm. you know like and so i thought it was a good time to kind of change the format you know and also draw down on Sedona a little bit. You know what I mean? Like Sedona is is a such a great She's like a talisman for this whole thing, you know? Yeah, like, like she's such a great like storytelling um I don't want to use the word tool, but it's the only device one I can come to. De- well, thank you. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't want to call Sedona a tool. She's not a tool. Um, she's, <laughs> she's fucking she's badass. a narrative device. Yeah, um, she's a Mega doesn't she's an Android. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, like the flashbacks, I think those are the cool ways to bring backstories in. But the danger you can run as a GM is becoming self-indulgent in your own fantasies. Yeah. And so like, uh, you know, maybe I was feeling that a little bit after doing four just like long monologues. And there wasn't really a monologue moment for Fell that was relevant to the story at hand. What was relevant was Sedona, and me trying to voice Fell talking to Sedona or write that just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like sure. we just need to do. We just need to do this scene.
0: Well, see, as a flashback, see, I remember yeah, yeah. with uh, Mike's flashback, you tried to do that impromptu without telling me <laughs> you were going to do that and fucked me all up. <laughs>
2: like, I'm, pretty I, sure, I'm pretty sure I cut all that. Yeah, out. you, you yeah. did.
0: But like when he when he first did it, like he like just, well, what do you think, Mike, or whatever, as an eight year old Mike? <laughs> and like the first thing that flashed through my brain was like, does he have the accent at eight years old? Does he have the same accent? <laughs> because because he's been doing this shit with my dad, and he's got an American accent. <laughs> like, is Mike Cockney at eight years old? <laughs> uh, in my head cannon, no, 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 he wasn't. He learned that no, he so, from the uh, the mercenaries he worked with.
2: That was obviously a great question, Jason. Yeah. Yes. So thank you for that um, lightning round. Yeah, that's
0: Light- that's the biggest lightning, lightning round, round <laughs> fail fucking ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've Look, said so no so this is just for you, Adam. Uh, what's one okay. of, What's one of the lessons that you've learned about running pre written adventures by doing this AP? I mean, I know you've I know you've run some before, but this is the question that's being asked.
2: You know. Okay, uh, so I've only done pre written adventures, all with a little slice of homebrew on top of it. Right? That's just kind of yeah how how, how I've always gm I will say that running this pre written adventure specifically has taught me that it's important as a GM to, you have to do a lot of research, you know, like you have to know the world that you're running. You have to be prepared with answers that the players or characters might have about the world. And then you have to like also realize that if you don't know that answers, you're going to have to say something and then just commit to it and go, go with it from, from that point on. You know, like, yeah,
0: you got to take that authority, and, even in your mistakes.
2: Right. And the best way to do that with pre-written adventures is to buy into the adventure. Don't try to fight it, like buy into it. You, you've you already purchased the adventure. So, at you know, get into it. Like, I'm not saying don't add your own spin to it or whatever, but don't create a situation that's harder for yourself to where they're going to go want to go do something off book and all of a sudden and you have to prepare that for yourself these adventures are well written you can still add as you see like we've spent the last hour talking about all of the our own shit that we put on top of it you know what i mean like there's plenty of room for that it's it's but buy into it and know it and be ready and be ready for Whatever your players are going to throw at you, because yeah. you'll present them door A, and they'll pres- pick door C <laughs> that you didn't even know was there. Every time.
0: Yeah. Every yeah. time. I mean, just just do it. Bop it. Yeah. Twist
1: it. Yeah. Tw- twist it, pull it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Next question. So this,
0: this is kind of a bonus. <laughs> this is the one that I do want to be a lightning round. No fucking exceptions. Uh, it's a bonus question from Jason, his last one. He said he asked... All the podcasts he listened to, or all the members that he talks to, what song best represents your character? And I don't give a fuck. First song, top of your head. Zach.
1: No, I'm just going to say, please refer to the the playlist that we've created. No, no, that's not the game.
0: You pick a song.
2: That's no, the, uh, but, the, but that's we like did that specifically. But yeah. this, I'm not. Sorry. I'm not the one asking Jason, the questions here. Huh? My
1: answer is: please refer to the podcast uh, playlist. Lightning round. Excuse Lightning me. round. Lightning <laughs> round. <laughs> next. 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 Next.
0: So, Emily.
5: A night wish. wish Adam. That's serious.
0: nailed it. Adam, yeah. you don't nailed play, it. Adam. You play so many characters, so I guess you've got to list like twenty songs right now. Do wait? Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> i was like wait <laughs> damn it yeah.
4: josh uh mm, dance yourself clean and lcd sound okay, system perfect
2: yeah uh, yeah uh good. mine
0: is uh coach ice by audio slave it is pronounced coach ice i thought it was Cheese for most of my life okay
4: some of that coach. Coach
3: <laughs> um did john say
2: He's, he he was the first one. Everything in its right place by Radiohead. Yeah, yeah. Everything in right its right place. This is a great I, song. I've got one for Weldy. Yeah. Oh, oh. Ocelot by Fish.
0: Ocelot. Oh, fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. I love Ocelot. And like, I get shit and on if you for like, an Ocelot a lot. But no,
2: it, listen. If you and I'm not gonna, we're not gonna spend time on it here. But go, just go read the lyrics and tell me that that's not Weldy. I'm just going to let you, that's that's your That's your your project, listeners,
0: that's your project Uh, okay Have fun with that Have fun reading fish lyrics (laughs) All right, you can chill out Look, you're such a curmudgeon (laughs) Like, people don't realize to what degree Zach is not playing a character He's just being insane (laughs) It's okay
2: What? Just because he's what? doing it in a funny voice doesn't mean he doesn't <laughs> yeah, mean it, y'all. Yeah, right, right. I mean,
0: like, literally won't even answer the question that someone else asked on the podcast. That's like your job. <laughs> it's a hard question.
2: No, come on. All right, the question Next was question. answered.
0: Uh, Next question. It was not. Uh, so from Pharasma uh, saves on the Discord.
2: Yay! Uh, oh, that's a shout out to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Yeah. Oh,
0: nice. Sweet. Yeah. Steve. I'm. I'm since we got on the Discord thing, like I am lost. Like I have, so I talk all the time. I don't know who any of these people are. I'm just happy they're there. Um, but I feel
2: y- big mood, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Steve, thank you for the question. Yes, okay.
0: Thanks, Steve. So Steve says, uh, since you guys are making good progress through the AP, do you have any plans for the show after you wrap up against the Aeon Throne? Will the crew or what's left of it continue adventuring? Will a new crew play a new Starfinder AP? Would you even stay with the Starfinder
2: system? All right, I can I can knock this one out yeah. quick. The, pl- the plan after Aeon Throne is that we're going to take the same characters, whoever's living at the end of Aeon Throne, taking them into Signal of Screams, which is another three book adventure path, and I can't wait. Sweet, this, perfect. That,
0: uh, Thank you for yeah. one time tonight being quick. <laughs> any of you? Any not, of you? Not twenty. Uh, yeah, he rolled a nat twenty on his on his swiftness <laughs> check. Uh, all right, so Dustin, our good good friend Dustin, my former roommate, John's former roommate, D Rob. Uh, he said D-D-D. he he kind of this was kind of like a very casual way to ask a question of the of the Tom talks. He said the question I just thought of mostly have to do with the characters' <laughs> mental, emotional, and physiological identities, and that sounds like. Loaded as fuck, but it's not that bad. For instance, <laughs> do any of the characters have a history of drug abuse or addiction? Not all RPG characters can be the stoic heroic types. Real people have real flaws. I'm just thinking of like Mike's flashback. That must have affected him in many ways that we as listeners aren't fully aware of. Now that could be unpacked in a two hour segment. <laughs> are are, yeah. Are, yeah. are any of you guys this is a lightning are rock. any of you guys <laughs> drug addicts?
4: No. 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 I mean Pass. Fell smokes. But yeah, no. fell
0: and Mike I, Smoke for sure. I think
1: that we, you know, probably have deeply flawed characters. Yeah. I I, I know that Oren is a deeply flawed character yeah, in in psychological ways. I say based uh, but on not, the
0: mystery that is your character. <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> I just seem like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah, right,
1: right, right. But um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Broke Adam. I don't think any of them are addicts, but I do think that they have flaws. And I don't think anybody is a stoic heroic uh, I, archetype. I
0: think that's a really interesting thing about the party that we've assembled is that there isn't a stoic heroic, you know? Yeah. Which is the funnest rhyme in the world. <laughs> um, but like, it's nice <laughs> to good. have, like, I'm not a fan of like parties that lend themselves to being <laughs> murder hobos, but I like when they're also not paragons of light kind of yeah. thing you know yeah i've played well I've-
2: there's lawful stupid and there's evil stupid yeah. you know both of those suck but like chaotic neutral which is basically what all y'all are no is I, I mean chaos. i think
0: are, are we all somewhere on the neutral spectrum this is a question yes. Yes. this is a question I'd say nobody true asked neutral. hold on nobody asked this lightning round what's your alignment josh oh
4: i'd say true neutral for Fel. true neutral
0: uh zach True neutral, like I have to be. True neutral for it. Ara. It's two yeah. true neutrals. All right. Uh John.
3: I'm an android. True neutral. Yeah.
0: True neutral?
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: Really? Okay. Everybody's true neutral. I'm just surprised at, at, at wow, we're right in the middle. We're the most
1: surely Ziva is chaotic what's good. What's Ziva? Yeah.
0: Ziva is chaotic good. Chaotic yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. Mike is mm. lawful neutral. Interesting. No, I get mm. that. I get that. But makes well, sense. okay. I have some backstory stuff related to that, but it's coming up. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, four
5: neutrals and a good.
6: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
5: Well, and like so the I gotta be the moral compass—the lady who owns a whorehouse—is the moral You're the captain. The you're the captain. I don't
0: think you've ever been the moral compass. It's funny because you're chaotic, good, uh, and I'm not disputing that this can be a thing. But like, you own a whorehouse, so it's just like I guess She's, like, no. I guess you wouldn't it's first of all immediately assume
2: that she's good different world. You know? And you have to to change your perspective on on the industry and the Starfinder world. Okay. You know, like like, Think Firefly. So like Whorehouse is probably bad terminology at this point. Yeah. yeah, Yes, very much. Think Firefly
0: Okay, I guess I've seen somebody else say whorehouse as well, so I thought it was just like, yep, that's what it oh, is. Oh, we've all said, oh, we've no, I've all said all it. Oh no, said it <laughs> in risk, <laughs> but yeah, no, it is
5: very much like a companion's thing. It's not a, you know. Okay, it's like a high yeah. class. It's a, he's p- an thousand S- yeah. dollar
2: it, cheap hose, it's right? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is. It's a pleasure house yes. of all sorts, yeah. And of course, people enjoy sex, yeah, cause for it's sure. Pleasurable, so it's a pleasure house of every anything that you need to relax and have pleasure That's it's the pools of fucking paradise Word. Dude. Yeah.
5: thank okay. you Adam
2: well, take an inspiration I got you I got you Ziva I know Ziva I know hey Ziva.
0: I'm, not, I'm not hating on you at all I'm just saying like I guess I didn't assume I assumed you were neutral
2: you know now, I like to hate on Emily but I love Ziva that's cool <laughs> I'll pick on Emily every fucking day of the week I take but what Ziva, I can get
5: man it's all good all
2: <laughs> you, you
3: know how I always pictured the p- pools of paradise was just more than just a uh, it, it was kind of like a hot bath maybe like spa type as well as just the fact that it's a sauna so yes. like sex it's a sauna sauna for yeah, horny yeah, people sauna.
0: um so back back but, to uh, dustin's question uh I've got i get some <laughs> yeah.
4: now back to dustin's question we're you know it. saying that not you know not all rpg characters can be stoic heroic types mm-hmm. i mean realistically the way that i've been playing fell is he's a blue collar worker that's severely out of his element he's trying to roll with the punches but man like dealing with the zombies and stuff like it was that's was a lot
0: and you're neutral you know, for I, normal you, normal dudes. i dude. just feel like you're like somewhere near that good axis you know like you're such a sweetheart
4: i mean maybe borderline neutral uh, true neutral and neutral good
0: yeah
5: i, th- I think somewhere I think in I between think leans i don't think to neutral, neutral means than you than gotta does. be a butthole like no, no. no it doesn't. i mean he's
4: he's not but <laughs> but, but look, I feel think like about he's a good way dude. He, he's a guy yeah next and, question
5: <laughs> not, <laughs> uh we're, we're actually
0: he's a guy who's just done.
4: living his life and is trying to do a mission trying to do a job for somebody he cares about
0: yeah. okay so that is all of the listener questions uh I have a a what few just wrap up questions
2: and then and there's then, one more question. There's one more listener question.
0: Wait, where? I don't have
2: it. <laughs> S- Seta Suji asks. I uh, well, ask it. I want to know what PC character moments people liked best and what NPC pre-written module stuff they liked best.
0: Uh I mean, I mean the first answer the first answer is
2: universally weldy, right? Like or
0: she said PC, NPC?
2: not NPC. She said she wanted to know what PC moments that you guys liked and then what NPC and pre-written module stuff you liked best. Like, what did you like? What moments did you like from the module the best? And then what character moments? We've kind of talked about character yeah. moments already. Yeah.
5: NPC, Corsica. Just the whole kind of interaction, her backstory or her, her story where she kind of came in and I don't know. To, for Ziva in particular, that established a real connection with the colony, as opposed to just "oh, we're doing this for Sedona." Um, when that kind of interaction happened with uh, Corsica, she was like, "We're we're ride or die right now." So yeah. that was nice. that was impactful to Emily. So,
1: so mine what was just see, the set piece right? fight over Nakondas was my favorite, like, like pre written, like
0: starship fight.
1: Yeah absolutely Yeah, that was real oh, cool. oh, that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah i mean it helps that i got to like roll well and do everything yeah. that i wanted to do but regardless i think it's a cool set piece and it was certainly a pre-written piece right it wasn't um that what you didn't just come up with that fight right i'm like that's in right. the module that, yeah. That's the, yeah. yeah yeah i guess that is so, a thing
5: we don't actually know what was pre-written i just made an assumption there might be yeah
0: well, yeah the,
4: and that's so that's something that i have difficulty telling sometimes because of well, that's the point. Campaigns right? good. that we've good. Well, sure, but, yeah, good. but campaigns that we've I've I've played in the past that Adam has run that he has put such a personal touch on them that it's difficult to try and figure out as a player to where I've just stopped even trying. Yeah. Yeah. As to what's his versus what's pre written, you know? My
1: mm-hmm. favorite character moment for my character, uh, was probably the interaction with Weldy that Orrin has in so That's so, fantastic With the party. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it just like amazing. encapsulates Oren yeah. so well. Yeah, amazing.
4: No, yes. so. no, don't even nope. <laughs> so no, just stop. stop, stop,
0: stop. So I mean, I that was uh, in that same vein, I think my my favorite uh, is is just Weldy's party in general. I thought it was awesome. Like uh, dancing with Ziva is like probably the the height of Titanium Mike so far, as far as like having fun with him. You know, uh, and as far as my favorite NPC, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm talking about Weldy's party. It's Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, uh, Trevor. <laughs> great.
2: Trevor has Trevor said a word? Not that I'm aware Yo, of. Up?
1: Trevor hasn't had uh, to say uh, a word nope. though, man. <laughs> no. Trevor's too cool. Trevor,
2: He's man. fucking yeah. cool guy. Uh, <laughs> poor Zickle
1: no. Okay, so
4: I didn't. I, I didn't get PC character my Oh, Go
2: ahead. Go ahead.
4: <laughs> um, I actually really liked. When and this was completely accidental on my part, so it was me spacing out as a player. Uh, but when we're at a Bretta's house and Ziva and Mike are talking, and Mike starts to kind of open up to her a bit, I butt in, like, hey, look what I can do, (laughs) you know. Uh, And and, uh, in all honesty, perfect honesty, that was that was me as a player spacing out a little bit.
0: I was like, so so well, (laughs) I was like, I I know, I know.
4: In in retrospect, I feel terrible about it. But uh, no, it no.
2: you're like, oh look, look, like I am a chameleon, and they both looked at yeah, you get like, the uh, fuck out of here. It <laughs> <Dude. laughs> looked at me like it was still the here.
0: meanest. wheel will see. That was so you perfect. Like, like I loved it. I loved it.
4: <laughs> um, uh, that, but also the Mike and Ziva with the you know be a captain. You know, do your yeah. job. Yeah, yeah. Well, I really and liked I, that Well,
0: moment. that. Speaking of that, I felt bad because I was like. <laughs> Maybe I'm being too mean, but I I needed Mike to express that to you. Like, you got to step the fuck up, girl, and be a captain. Like, I, I'm fine with you being the captain. I just want you to do it. So, you know?
5: quick, quick peek behind the curtain. Um, Emily got a little a little sad about that because <laughs> I took that to heart. I was like, fuck, I'm not playing this character right. Like, I don't want to come off as a bitch, but I don't know how to. Oh, I gotta pray on this, like. <laughs>
2: bless your
1: heart I think Ziva's really coming to her her own as a captain though I think absolutely she's getting that that um, that sort of madam personality that she's probably used to hey do this Mm -hmm. do that at the pools right and just learning to apply that to these big burly tough guys that you're doing yeah like
2: that that ties in to my favorite like written moment was the Olaraja fight, like I thought that that was just so. Like I know it was tough for you, Zach, because you were rolling shit. No, it was the Sharu fight that I rolled shit. I'm sorry, that's yeah. what I'm that's Olaraja. Ola uh, I, no, I basically I'm not just, talking about. I'm, okay. my bad. I'm talking about Lieutenant Sharu. The okay. Lieutenant Sharu yeah. fight was the the boss fight of the book. I that was. Uh, I don't know. That was just such a a, a fun combat that like had all the right level of tension ziva went down on that you know like she captained like a. she's like she even said i think at one point you're like well i guess i'm just gonna try to do this captain thing and put herself at the risk and she got cut down you know like it, it was it was close for ziva on that one and then like Chasing fell around and like God. just the whole the whole way that that like Came together, and then knowing that the Berazad starship fight was immediately after that, like that that scene to me was when you guys fully coalesced as like a party. A unit. Like, yeah,
4: that yeah. that one combat was easily my favorite in the yeah. entire. Game also, this
5: book, the way that Sharu was described, I don't think I told you all this, but like the night after we played, I had a nightmare featuring that description of like the armor that the faceless armor and it probably tied into what you were talking about with that video game josh but yeah
4: when i a little bit of context uh emily was at my house the what the day after yeah. we we did that session yeah. and i showed her the uh sequence from metal gear solid one with uh the cyber ninja, ninja yeah. in oh, yeah. the hallway cloaked and just tearing yeah. people apart right so, so yeah that's Such a memorable fuel.
6: scene by the yeah. way in video game history
5: oh, thank yeah. you
1: kojima but
5: yeah that that description fucked me up for a minute like I had that flashback in my head during my sleep
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh no (laughs) you had had nightmare dreams (laughs) I had nightmare dreams y'all um,
2: and I mean, of course, y'all. Oh and my favorite character, <laughs> well like, I got to really lean into being like one with him. What a, you know? what a
0: method <laughs> acting performance! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. Didn't cats, somebody honestly, comment on
2: right? that accent in the Discord? S- <laughs> I spent so much. Time Adam spent months
1: in fish lots just studying what? taking notes.
2: About e- we're talking about years, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's Time so is just deep. a construct
4: at fish shows, bro. Didn't somebody say that they're actually from California and you do that voice better than they possibly could? <laughs> <laughs> I, some, yeah. Something like, like in that. it may
0: not have been better than point. them, but it was damn good. It was a clean forty-eight out of fifty-five. <laughs> it was
5: a clean forty-eight. <laughs>
0: clean. Uh, <laughs> um yeah so all right thank you
1: thank you for the question said asuji and thank you, thank for, you for the art. fantastic yes, artwork so oh much. yeah the art that you have oh created God. for us it's incredible it, it yeah, makes yeah. I, just, cool. I gotta
0: throw i gotta give the shout out yes. uh, i mean i just like the I least s- we
4: can do i legitimately want to just give you a hug yes because it's amazing I'm just all like, the
0: virtual hugs i just like keep thinking uh every time i think about the art it's like the We're not worthy! We're not (laughs)
3: worthy! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) world, yeah. Definitely, definitely. All
0: right, so these next two questions... Thank you, Setasuchi. You're fucking amazing. These next two questions uh, I refer to as the Southern Tomfoolery Civil War segment. (laughs) So I got a couple of questions that are uh, gonna make us hate each other more. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Um... For each of you, other than the gracious DM, because I don't want to put him in that kind of hot water, who, other than your character, is your favorite character in the party? Uh. Josh, Uh. you you sound the most pained. You're going first. Favorite character in the party? I like
2: this round. Oh, this
4: is tough. Um, No, I'd say mine's probably Ziva. Ziva? Okay. Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be full of myself and say mine's Phil.
0: No, I you said Other Other you. your That's part of, part <laughs> of the rule. Part okay, of <laughs> the question. <laughs> Ser-
4: seriously, though, it's Ziva. Ziva.
0: All right, one for Ziva. Zach said yeah. Mike. You started with Mike. Josh, e. Heath. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> it's That's
6: on, on you,
2: man. man. That was rough.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, we got one for Ziva. We got one for Mike. Uh, John, who's your favorite character who is not Zeno 5? RN. Okay. Aww. There we go. There we go. It's <laughs> funny.
1: I thought I wouldn't get any votes. I'll be honest.
3: Aww. Oh, really?
4: Well, dude, after that scene at the party, like <laughs> on, you're winning hearts here, bud. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: yeah. So surprise, right. surprise. Mine's orange too. Oh. Like, it's. Yeah, I want to well, know what's Zuma's going project. on in that onion. Also, like he's got, <laughs> <laughs> what's
0: what's up got in them onion hair. pants? She, he's got a pocket like, full what's of up stones. With that? Yeah, <laughs> he literally has long hair and a pocket full of stones. Yeah, I that's think that's a not fair assessment. Bad yeah. thing? You you don't know the reference? No, I the guess last Mr. Big, well, I got long, long hair, hair. It's got a pocket full of rap, stones. Rap, uh,
1: rap, legendary rap tune. I would say,
0: yeah. I got bad hoes. You're talking about play on my phone. I talk plenty of shit. Just, just motherfucker. Just Google I'm it. We'll, we'll see. see, it. see. A link is that the link after L- the show. Google, you know what
2: this? You know what no. this episode needs is more derailment to yeah. me. Yes, this absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm the I'm the tiebreaker, um, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to create a tie. Ziva is my favorite. That is not me. <laughs>
5: yep. Thank you. I mean, I'm my favorite for sure. But yeah, but, but Ziva's, so, Ziva's up there? You know, I'll say this: Mike is a tie with. Oren, but Oren pushes me over because i want to know what the fuck is going on he pulls Man, me in like, i did so. all that you sucking will. up to you your will. character for nothing god dang mystery
0: uh all right second civil war question uh if you were a betting person whether or not you are if you had to put money down right now who is the most likely to die first me <laughs> me, motherfucker. <laughs> that's Emily, like not Ziva. That's like when somebody <laughs> asked uh, Ice T who his favorite rapper was. <laughs> it's like me, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, I think.
1: Okay, who has the lowest HP? It ain't I me, do. babe.
2: Both no, both Ziva and Zeno are tied. Yeah. Mm. But oh, this no. this
0: question encompasses more than just with AP. With it's also decision making. You know, like. Uh, I say kind of I stuff. say
5: me because I'm going into more of a um melee combat style and embracing a more aggressive captain front. So I think that's probably going to put me more in dangerous spots.
0: Yeah. I, I don't I don't know why you're doing it, but I'm going to be your
5: coach.
2: <laughs> Cuz it's awesome story. I feel you. Uh, Word. But I also think you're going to die first.
0: Uh Yeah, I, I think
5: everybody's got to die sometime.
0: I think uh either Zeno or me will die first because I put myself in bad situations.
5: Dude, but you're well, a fucking I'm tank. For my,
0: yeah, I've been talking shit go. to Adam for weeks. That's not smart. I'm, I'm I'm, no, no, but that's how I look. Look, I have integrity. That's how I'm going to live my life. All right, I'm going to fucking integrity. tempt the DM, and if I die, it's my fault. It's fine.
2: You're doing the tank job. You're drawing the aggro. Yeah,
0: that's all, that's <laughs> all I want to do. And you know what? If I die, guess who's making a new tank? <laughs> this motherfucker. All right, so we've reached almost the last little 1% of uh, Bernie Sanders triggered immediately. Uh, <laughs>
4: did, did I go on that? Huh? I didn't go on that. I think, I think uh, Oren's probably going to die first, because if he goes down... Who's going to save him?
1: Oh, uh, oh, that's a good point. Reach into his pocket, pull out a mark, just stab him. And stab that Stab him. Stab him. heart, the heart no. Like Uma like Thurman. <laughs> Uma Thurman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. My
2: dog. Yes. My dog. <laughs> no, y'all. Seriously. <laughs> all you got to do is roll a medicine check to stay alive.
5: Uh-uh. Oren yeah. dies and we all flee. It's like, ah, What's every man for a second.
6: We'll fucking see you. All
5: right. So, last question of
0: our first ever Tom Talks, wrapping up book one. Uh, And I wanted to have a little fun, silly one for you. Which fictional character, in all of fiction in general, would you most like for your character to star in a buddy comedy with? Your character gets to be in a movie with a fictional character anywhere in fiction to make a comedy movie. Who are you going with?
4: Blowing my mind here, mm-hmm. but uh, so, so broad. I
5: mean, Dwayne the Rock Johnson oh, is like it's my so answer straight... immediately. Like, there's He's not another. He's a real person, though. So uh, there's
0: any of his fictional characters who are just Dwayne the Rock Johnson?
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say Adam Adam Sandler <laughs> and any of his fictional characters
2: are are also just Adam Sandler. I love Sandler. subverting
0: the rules of the joke, but I'm fucking about it. You know. <laughs>
2: Any, I just need Adam Sandler to play which, opposite. Which me. Adam
0: yeah. Sandler, though, right. for real? Like which Adam Sandler? No, 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 any of them. I mean, they're all the same. <laughs> oh god, basically. Oh, uh, except oh. Little Nicky. That one's a departure. <laughs> not, not the Barney guy from Stinson. the cobbler.
1: You know what I mean? Not the guy from the cobbler. Anybody
0: uh, but him. Barney Stinson. Mm-hmm. Is is Happy
5: Gilmore? Or Billy Zeno and
0: Barney care. out on the town shopping for suits. Ziva. Oh wow. Ziva. And
5: oh, I'm
6: so
0: Barney? sorry. You shouldn't have named your character so similarly.
5: Oh. You should not. Shut up. <laughs> I nailed it. I will not shut it. As up. someone Ziva. who has a Z
1: name, I just want to say I approve of all of the Z sounds that happen.
5: You
0: would. You fucking. Because would. they're sci-fi. I
4: gave you a hard
0: <laughs> thumbs up. I could just say uh, my full
5: name every time.
0: Adam, for you, you get to pick one character that you have NPC'd, and it's Weldy. Who is the buddy comedy <laughs> partner for Weldy?
2: Danny Glover. <laughs> Danny Glover or Donald Glover? Da- Danny. Clearly, He's just too
0: old for really this show. shit. Yeah. Uh, he's
1: for, he's for one Fel. day away from retiring <laughs> yeah, From, yeah. from <laughs> the force <course. laughs> It's the perfect and, choice And he's training Weldy to be his replacement
0: Either yeah. right. well, that or the Owen Wilson yeah. Any so, Owen Wilson character For,
4: for fell, without a doubt Mark Wahlberg
0: Mark Wahlberg is oh not a God. fictional character <laughs> <laughs> No,
4: yes. okay, no We've
2: changed the whole conceit of this He already, plays yeah.
4: himself
2: in every movie
5: can you imagine those accents? The dueling accents. If you're gonna
0: go Mark okay. Wahlberg, you have to go the departure or the departed. Uh Mark either, Wahlberg. Either,
4: Mar- this? This either is- Mark Wahlberg or Keanu Reeves from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> God, like, why do we even ask Josh these questions? What? <laughs> it's just the worst. <laughs>
4: I guess I'll
2: just, I'll just leave. I'll just go fuck (laughs) myself. I guess guess I'll just go fuck myself. (laughs) Josh, I'm totally just messing with (laughs) you, man. But like, that's such a broad answer. Like, I don't even know how to understand that answer. Kiana Reeves and what?
4: Bill and Ted's yes. Excellent Adventure,
2: right? And what
0: That's was a very or specific counter. Mark Reeves.
4: Wahlberg as Mark Wahlberg in Mark and Wahlberg.
0: I Wahlberg. I like it. It's got to be yes, like, departed. I'm telling you, Mark Wahlberg departed. No, that's his. Be- no, that's I'm his thinking... peak. Have you seen the departed? No, I have no. Not. you haven't Mark seen Mark Wahlberg. Transformers, he, dude. He fucking, I coined the. Uh, I'm the guy doing his fucking job.
5: You must be the other guy. <laughs> 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 No, I like the Transformers okay. one because then they're like mechanic buddies with thick accents. I thought and... like four
0: people watched yeah. that that Transformers movie.
5: Okay, five, me included. See, <laughs> I
0: was thinking Mark Wahlberg <laughs> and the other guys. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. That's fun. Uh, yeah, no, I that's, get that's, that. I that's that's get where that. my head yeah. was Some at. Actual comedy. I could
2: see that. Like that. I could uh, see that, Josh.
4: I mean, how that movie. <laughs> that movie is a buddy comedy. Yeah, it's so. perfect. Right. Right.
5: absolutely. Quintessential.
0: Uh, All right, so we've done this long enough. We are ridiculous. We just derail everything in the world. I can't believe you've made it this far. But look, the first ever Tom Talks, we got through it. We'll do it again after book two. I'm glad you guys all came engaged, over-engaged, whatever you did. Uh, But I I appreciate you all coming, and I hope you out there in listener land, uh, if you ever listen to it, (laughs) gained
2: something from it because we love you. (laughs) <laughs> that's
1: yes. Accurate. Thank you all for making it this far.
2: Yes. Uh, thank you all so much,
1: everyone, for your questions yeah. and 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 yeah, this was fun. I enjoyed it. And we'll be back in it, book
2: two, starting Bear coming yourself. up. Yeah, yep, right yeah. in, right
0: up. coming yeah. in hot. Hey, well, this is the only time I ever get to do this, but we'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you. <ya. laughs> we'll see you.
6: We'll <laughs> <See ya. laughs>
4: and yeah, seriously, everybody, thank you so much.